Hello, Jane Schroeder. Welcome to Origin Gate Wisdom's Echo Daily Podcast. I'm going to be sharing some excerpts from my book, which has finally, hallelujah, gone to edit. After many years in the making, it's called The Secret Diary of a Seer. We are finally nearly there. We've just been finishing off part of the book that talks about the angelic. And it talks a little bit about stuff that I shared in my last thoughts for the day on cardiogenosis. The cardio, the heart, and genosis meaning the thoughts and intents and how we can speak through our hearts with our loved ones and we hold them in our heart and that's how I communicate with Yahweh and Yeshua through my heart, through the spoken rhythms of my heart. And one lovely story I love about my good friend, Rebecca. We had a very usual way that we met. But first of all, I just want to share something that she shared with me about the angelic. She had a dream and in the dream, she met me. Before she really met me in bodily person, physically. In the dream, she said she'd been praying. And as she turned around, she saw a white visible cloud. She describes it like a pillow. It gradually became more and more clear to to Rebecca. And it was like a wispy, white, cloudy pillow that was an actual angel. The angel spoke to her heart. She said not audibly, but heart to heart. The angel said, I am so honoured, Rebecca, to finally meet you. Rebecca, at the time, did not quite understand what was going on. But all would be revealed. Let's fast forward about three months on from her dream. She walked into a meeting that was there. In called the Gate Art Centre. It's interesting, she is a beautiful artist. And the scheduled speaker was Ian Clayton. I was at the front. I was part of the, the team that was leading the conference, talking to people, praying for people. And I noticed in the corner of my eye this beautiful-looking woman with a bright, orangey, tomato-coloured red dress walk up to me and handed me a notebook and a £10 note. I was quite surprised. We instantly knew each other. We both burst into laughter and could not believe we knew each other. We'd already been seeing each other before in the kingdom realms, in the heavenly realms, in her dream. We got so intoxicated with the joy and the laughter of heaven, we ended up lying on the floor laughing together with such joy at knowing each other. Now, three years previous to this, I had come home to find my daughter in floods of tears. Her granddad had been in hospital in intensive care, following a major heart attack. As I sat with my arm round a comforter after a super busy day, in those days I had three jobs. I was a single mum, a hairdresser in a school, teaching a mobile hairdressing job, and I was also helping to care for my mother that had a stroke. 
My daughter fell exhausted asleep in my arms from so much crying and we both slipped into this trance visionary state. While we were there, we saw Grandad lying on a bed with tubes attached to his body. I noticed what looked like fibre optic cables going, going um, from a machine that were helping him breathe. But they looked like bright crystal lights, something in the kingdom realm that began to go down the fibre optic tube, tubes straight into his body. When the light reached its body, it began to jump, jumpstart his heart. Wow. We had not realised we subconsciously were praying for his healing. My daughter and I both woke, woke up instantly and we were looking over as dust began to fall. To French doors in our house stood a woman with dark brown hair. Whoa, with porcelain white skin. She was really beautiful, wearing a dark Christmas red satin dress. In my heart, I knew, I knew this woman. I knew it was either angelic. To my surprise, when I met my friend in the the Gate Art Centre, it was either Rebecca's angel or Rebecca. And this person being, we are not sure to this day, spoke words of comfort, power and authority and said, your granddad will live, not die. And yes, Grandad left intensive care within two days and lived for another 10 years. Isn't that just beautiful? Whoa, wow, awesome. And it says in Hebrews 13 too, this is the voice translation. Don't forget to extend your hospitality to all, even to strangers, for as you know, some have unknowingly shown kindness to heavenly messengers in this way. Do not neglect hospitality. For some have unknowingly entertained angels. And in 2014, my friend and I were invited to speak at a burn 24-7 in California, in Fresno. I'd never done this before. In fact, we'd not done much speaking. I was super nervous, but the whole time it was fantastic. And we got to meet an assembly member from the third and fourth district, Bakersfield. She invited us an opportunity to speak with her between her busy schedule in the assembly building. Now, as we, wa we, we waited in the foyer, we got to meet some amazing people. They were having um, a lot of veterans there, some of them in wheelchairs with their medals on, to honour the Holocaust and how they'd set prisoners free. We decided though that while we waited, because we didn't know how long it was going to be, we got the spiral staircases. There were like three floors where we were. Oh my goodness, the, the exquisite architecture in the Capitol building is beautiful. We had the privilege of visiting the blueprint room. Whoa, that was fantastic. And they actually are blueprints. It was, I could not believe it. I'd never seen an actual one before. As we moved up to the third floor though, what drew my attention, which was not unusual for me, was out of the window, I could see what's, what, I, what looked like the most beautiful rose garden. I decided to take a few photographs and go and view it from the third floor. 
As I stood and looked out of the window, I overheard a woman with a very strong Southern American accent talking on her pink flip-up mobile phone. It was a bit like summer out of Thunderbirds, Penelope and Thunderbirds. We'd flick up this pink pink phone and she had a pink, um, uh, oh, a pink car. I can't remember what it is at now. Uh, and um, it was beautiful. And as she, she was talking on this mobile phone, she said, I could hear her loud, the old transportation system won't get us to where we need to go into the future. I was drawn to this woman. As I stood near her, not thinking, I touched her shoulder and said out loud, thank you, Jesus. She looked at me with a broad, big smile and carried on talking on a phone about this new vehicle, this new way of transportation. I felt the Holy Spirit's presence on it. She then turned on her heels, pulled her black wheelie briefcase and walked towards a circular balcony staircase. We felt, my friend and I, instantly to follow her. We dashed after her and turned the corner and she was gone with an instant, nowhere to be seen. I noticed, I'm very good with detail being a hairdresser, that she wore a lovely soft orange coloured dress with dark green, big red and green apples printed on it. I found it was so easy to describe what she was wearing. We have no doubt we saw and spoke with an angel in bodily form. We were excited. Later on, when we met up in the assembly room, it was amazing. What a privilege. We were later told that other people, many other people, had similar sightings of an angel called the Angel of the Capitol Building, Sacramento. Hebrews 13, too. Don't forget to extend your hospitality to all, even to strangers. For you know, for do you know, some have unknowingly shown kindness to heavenly messengers in this way. And we know of the Celtic saints and many, particularly Columba, he would have engagements with angels. He would walk over yonder to hills and tell his, um, tell the other monks not to follow him. And they would, one artful scout did that and saw him conversing on the sea's edge with angels. They flew down and spoke to him in bodily form. Expect the unexpected. I love this. This is beautiful. This is all about my dad. My dad developed some kidney problems. Um, it was very unusual for my dad. He rode a bike till he was he was he was like eighty nine. We were expecting his ninetieth birthday. He rode a bike all his life, and every day he'd go and fetch the newspaper. But he began to become unwell. It was very quickly. And he'd been in respite, had a couple, couple of spells in hospital and he did not enjoy it. He wanted to go home to his vegetable garden and eat his own grown food. He always complained about the hospital food, we had to take him food in. He was a country man, but he was very, very smart. He had, a, he had an amazing job, from a country bunking to a manager of a massive, massive management team for an electric comp company. 
before he passed away. I'd gone away for the weekend to a conference in London and he was doing great in respite, he's recovering and I was going to go home and we were going to take it in turns while my sister and my brother were on holiday. It was very interesting on this conference and again it was Ian Clayton was there and it was called Tomorrow People but the guy that was sharing the sessions with him decided in the afternoon he just didn't feel like doing the last session, it was his last session, he said no let's just have Ian. So we closed early and went for a break. We were all staying in the same house. And I was so exhausted, just so tired, because I was obviously a bit uptight about my dad. I just fell asleep on the couch next to my friend, and she was just stroking my head, bringing comfort, because she knew that my dad had been poorly. But we thought he was recovering. When I woke up, I'd been asleep about an hour, and my friend said to me, you kept saying, Papa, Papa, and they just thought I was talking to... Yeah, sure. Abba. And I noticed there was a missed call on my phone. So I thought, I'll just take it outside. And it was my sister. <gasps> to my surprise, it was exactly 4pm in the afternoon. Remembering 4 opens a gate, opens a 4, opens a portal in the spirit, the north, south, east and west. And she was crying on the phone and she said, Grandad's been taken into hospital. And they called him, we always called him Grandad, you know, as he got old instead of Dad and he liked it better because of all the grandkids called him Grandad. And that he was in, um, waiting to get a bed. And he'd been asking for food and they told him he had to be nil by mark because he needed a scan. But what we hadn't realised, he'd picked up when he'd been in hospital previously, the MRI superbug virus and it had burst something in his tummy. My son was very close to my dad and when, when their father passed away, my dad, my, my dad became father and would take him and look after him and he would do lovely things with Sam and it was wonderful to be fathered by my dad. Somehow, I don't know why, I just said, put him on the phone. So they put him on the phone and I could hear his breathing really deep. I could hear crying in the background and I heard my son arrive in tears. All as I remember was this thanking him for such a wonderful father. Yes, we didn't always see to eye, eye to eye. We don't have a, a map of how to be parents. We just learn as we go along with guidance of Holy Spirit and, and Yeshua and um, <laughs> Yahweh, Abba Father, and people that he brings into our lives to help us. But while I was on the phone, I thanked him for being an incredible father, how he would play on the beach with my kids and he, he looked after us and he passed on all his country skills to us and taught us many things. And we just thanked him. And all of a sudden, I began to see these two angels appear. They looked like those lovely swing hammocks, those lazy boys, and their, their wings were huge and they began to enfold him. There was this really bossy woman with dark hair, who I recognised was my mum, and she was giving orders. She'd passed away a few years previously. And even then, I'd had a vision. I was in Spain and saw how they came and got my mum. So I was, I was, it did not freak me out because I'd seen this before in a vision. And as I spoke, I heard that his last breath on the phone. And it was incredible. A little hand 
came out of under one of the wings and I began to realise it wasn't the angelic, it was Yahweh's, the wing of my father. And he held my dad's hand and he took his hand and they took his and they became one in union. And I heard his last breath. And it says in Psalm 136, 12, with a strong arm and an active arm, his love is eternal. I knew in an instant it was the Lord I'd come to take in him, to take him up in his arms, to be joined as one in a new life in the oxygenation of heaven that he would now be breathing heaven's atmosphere. <laughs>